Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. Welcome to the Fantasy Champions. <laughs> you good? Podcast. No, nah, I'm just like crying it. that I didn't get my waiver. My waiver. Uh, I thought you were choking over last night. Well, my water. air, I guess. Yeah. Breathing heavy. Uh, it is Wednesday, December 11th. My name is Morgan Colby. I got Rick Lemon right across from me, What's as up? always. Um, I, you know what's astounding to me is that this is. Uh, we have two. Two, uh, after this one, uh, two whole Wednesday episodes left. Yeah. Uh, until the end of the NFL season. The NFL, at the end of the fantasy season, I should say. The NFL season just beginning uh, with the playoffs. But. Um, you know we got we got you covered all year round, so don't just be for show homes. <laughs> don't 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 be sad when the uh, fantasy season ends. Just incessantly listen to fantasy football podcasts until you win your championship. <laughs> <laughs> what if you win the championship? Uh, then you continue to destroy your league. Go for a five peat. <laughs> I feel like if somebody won five straight championships, though, yeah, nobody dude, else yeah, in the league would want to play. <laughs> dude, if you think, even knock if someone if someone three peats, would everybody yeah, else? But that's just be like, like that's like that's like going into somebody's league and then you like you yeah. If you three peat, then I think people are still involved. Do you think like if in our league, if let's say I were to three peat, you think or especially maybe not me, if you were to three peat, do yeah. you think anyone else in the league would want to keep playing? Um. I think I would probably, <laughs> but that's it. <laughs> you want to take me down, but nobody else. Everybody else would be like, "This is." It isn't depends fun on how serious you take it. Yeah, but like I know, I know like for a enough, fact one if person. You're, would if you take play. it extremely, at least one. Se- yeah, oh yeah. If you take it extremely seriously, and uh, and the rest of your league does not, you dominate for five straight championships. Then. Yeah, you know what? You probably should find a different league that's more competitive. No, but I'm talking about the rest of the guys in the oh, league. Oh, in my league? Yeah, yeah, in our league. That's in our league. Yeah, that's not. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't think that would ever happen. <laughs> <laughs> there's too much parody. For me, there's too much parody. Uh, today, we discuss week 14 booms and busts, as well as break down some weekly matchups. Um, before we get into our booms and busts, be sure to check out our website at thefantasychampions.com. Follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs. Follow us on Instagram at the Fantasy Champions. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash fantasy champions. Uh, subscribe wherever you listen. Um, and then uh, be sure to leave a review and share this podcast with your friends. Let's get right into the booms and busts segment or portion of this show. We're going to try to keep this episode concise down to the point um, for you faithful. <laughs> yes if you want to listen to this if you and wanna. win this week i certainly hope fantasy pros works this week for me in terms it's of, working so far for me yeah we'll see what happens usually crashes right in the middle of our show so um so let's talk about quarterbacks first um it, there it is just completely crap the bed for me did it actually it did so well, i have the quarterback list in front if you want me to do it that's right i got another one okay i got you um Drew Brees, <laughs> we talked about him yesterday. He had forty-five fantasy points. Uh, if you—that's <laughs> our league, though. It's our league. Uh, he has so he had 40, 40, 40, 40. Yep. You you give us the numbers, okay? He, because he had, I have I Brees have had forty faulty numbers, but he had forty fantasy points on five touchdowns, three hundred forty-nine yards. He had a rushing touchdown as well. Uh, so he, he was, was a of the week. freaking monster in this game, and only. 20% of people started him. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, against San Francisco. So, pretty um, much everybody said to sit him. Yeah, I mean, Drew Brees, if, uh, I really don't know what to do with him. Um, I would I say... Think you probably have to start next week. I don't want to. I you would say no. I know don't you don't start want him. to. Don't but start him. I, no, no, I'm, no. Don't do it. I'm saving you fantasy right. chance. You can say start him. I'm saying don't start him. Don't buy into this, this facade. If he gets on the like twenty plus, like. then I, you know what? Frick me! But I am gonna <laughs> fall on that sword, right. and I will die on I that think, sword. I think I don't think it's a bad idea to go with the end. I just think you yeah. don't have a choice. He scored forty. Now, how much of a monster would Jameis Winston be? <laughs> if he didn't throw an interception this week, he would have had a oh, what is that forty three? I think yeah, so forty three like points. Yeah, he's he's and been he, he was on my bench. Flip in a playoff game. He's and been I Kirk Cousins at fourteen. Stop. You're an idiot. Not a good week for me. Yeah. <laughs> Not a good season for me to be, if I'm being honest. Yeah. 
he's about uh, he I've, uh, <laughs> I had so many of these. Yeah, that's true. All season. Um, I mean, it's it's disappointing, obviously, uh, to not play a guy I, against Indianapolis. Who would have known that he would get thirty eight fantasy points? Yeah. Um, but anyway, I I just if he didn't have those three interceptions, he would be holy moly fantastic. But anyway, so Jameis Winston's number two, a guy who's come out of nowhere. Literally from the pits of hell and revived started himself. To, started to play. Detroit and Dallas in the last two weeks, a man by the name of Mitch Trubisky has scored 26 and 35 fantasy points. You know what he's going to do? 33 and yeah, yeah, 35 sorry. in our league, yeah. Thank you. Um, you know what he's going to do in week 15 and 16? He's going to go bonkers. And you know, you you know what's so? going to happen? Next year, everyone's going to oh, buy into no. the same freaking trend again. He's going to get drafted as a... A top ten quarterback with excitement, and then they're going to get their go back soul down to Mitch Trubisky. Yep. Yeah, yep, it's true. So, um, Dude, I he, mean, he's been really good. First two weeks of the season, he had eight and five. Then he had twenty two. Then he had one, but he got hurt. Then he took. So. Then he took three weeks off. Then he had twenty two again. Seven six, twenty two, eleven, nineteen, and then the last the last three weeks, nineteen, twenty six, thirty five. What do you think he gets this week against Green Bay? Oh my God! In Green in Lambo, I'm gonna say under twenty. I'm gonna say like ten. Yeah. Now, okay, let me ask you this. I I gotta see the last game here um, of the season against Kansas City. So Kansas City uh, anticipated being a shootout. Would <clears throat> getting ahead of the eight ball a little bit. Week sixteen. Would you want to play Mitch Trubisky? I really would. I really would not. Would you have to? I might. Yeah, there might be better options. I don't know the way he's been playing the last few weeks, if there are any better options. That's crazy. He was the QB3 this week. I think he was the QB1 last week. Um, I'm sorry. No, that was a good week for quarterbacks, I guess. He was the QB7 or 8. But anyway, uh, yeah, Mitch Trubisky, number three quarterback, 35 fantasy points. Or how many did he have? Mitch Trubisky at 35, yeah. In real life? Fantasy. Oh, sorry. He had thirty-three. Yeah. In real life, you mean? Like when, like, Is this he scored life? thirty-three touchdowns. Uh, Jimmy G. He had a total of twenty-eight, I believe. Is that right? Uh, Jimmy G. Had twenty-nine. Okay. Um. So he had another great week against New Orleans. He's confusing the hell out of me because he's had some really good games this season, and then he's had some really stinky games, like. You had this monster game early in the season against Cincinnati where he took 25 fantasy points. Then you fast forward after a bunch of bad weeks in a row against Washington. You're thinking, okay, this is a streamable week. He gets six. And then he goes out against Arizona, 32, 11 against (laughs) Seattle, 33 against Arizona again. And then he gets 20 against Green Bay. And then he gets 10 against Baltimore. And then this week against New Orleans in a good matchup, 32. So does, does... Jimmy oh. G poop himself against Atlanta? There's a chance. Or do we get a good game out of him? I know he's our streamer of the week. He's a guy that you have to play. I think I think he's going to do good, but... Yeah, uh, you can't... <laughs> within reason. 32 fan- or 29 fantasy points for Jimmy G. Had a really great week. We had Tannehill. Um, he just went ham in this game. 391 yards, yeah, 28 touchdowns. Points. He had 28 fantasy points against Oakland. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, to me... If if he's still on your waiver wire, should be outside. Of, we we make Jimmy G our streamer of the week because Jimmy G is actually available. Ryan Tannehill is probably not available, but if he is available, he he I would play him over Jimmy G this week. Who Ryan Tannehill? Yeah, who is he playing? Houston. Yeah, I probably would too. Ah, I don't. It's so close. I'd hate to make that decision. I know. I know. I probably I'm, would. I'm though. probably, probably going to put myself in that position this week, which is fantastic. Um, I I'm going to say I'm going to say start Ryan Tannehill over Jimmy Garoppolo. It's close. And I'd start the both those guys. The only reason why I say this is because Ryan Tannehill rushes it, and in the last two weeks he hasn't done really well. He's only had 24 uh, yards rushing combined in the last two weeks, but the three weeks before that he had 38, 37, and 40. Um, he usually rushes it five to six times a game. Mm-hmm. So if he gets the floor of like 35 yards, that could save your fantasy week. You know what I mean? He gets like a 17-point week, but you get the 35 rushing yards and it gets you to 20. It kind of 
makes the difference between a Ugh, why did I start him in a okay we're all right here <laughs> so I think that but the, the matchups are really good in the next two games he's at home for both of them yeah so I, I just I I have to take I have to take Ryan Tannehill here. okay but anyway um Deshaun Watson had another very good week. He had two rushing touchdowns. Trash time points. Trash time points. They were down I like guess. thirty-one nothing at oh, halftime. Flip. Uh, yeah, Denver against. He scored against like two Denver, late right? touchdowns. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, How many points did he have? He ended up finishing with thirty. Okay. Deshaun, so he actually had more than Garoppolo. Not in our league, but. Yeah. Um, Philip Rivers had uh twenty-five. I have twenty-four point six. So he had a good game as well. Yeah, Finally, surprisingly. Rivers was sacked Jacksonville. at the end of that game for Tyrod Taylor. He wasn't. He was replaced for. Well, he was sat, but it was like a. Oh, they were winning thirty-one to nothing. They finally played a game where they could succeed. If uh, Philip Rivers does play rest of the season really good, that's a good sign. And for Melvin Keenan Gordon would have had a twenty-three point week, but you know what happened? What at the goal line? He, so he was there at the six-yard line, right? Yeah. He runs it, scores a touchdown. They look at the replay. He's down at like the half yard line, right? Yeah. So they're like, "All right, we'll just punch him with Gordon." Next play, instead of doing that, they give it to the fullback. <laughs> I was so pissed. Oh, ripping your heart out. Ugh, he geez. still got like seventeen points. But when Philip Rivers is playing good, though, the rest of that team kind of yeah. goes with it. So what a shock! Um, right? Drew Locke, the, in no way can be a stream. Twenty-four point nine. I don't know, bro. He's playing Kansas City. Stop it. I I was tempted. Get the hell out of here. I love Drew Locke. Yeah, I love Drew Locke too. Maybe next year. Uh, Jacoby Brissett had how many? 22.6. Yeah, so uh, uh, Jacoby Brissett is not a bad option. He's had some good games. He's had some bad games. He does have New Orleans this week in New Orleans. I would say because it's in New Orleans, it's kind of a tougher game for him. But Garoppolo also just lit up New Orleans. So. Jimmy G is a little more Jimmy G's special deeper man. in uh, Jimmy G and Jacoby Brissett, <laughs> ex New England Patriots, Jeepers Creepers. Yeah, um, I mean you we'll, could consider him, but we'll I wouldn't put some notable mentions out there. Matt Ryan, Lamar, um, only twenty point eight. Wow. He had twenty the week before, so he's not been the same Lamar that we've seen. He had a, the last two weeks. You want to hear his uh, yards totals? The last two weeks. Sure. In the last three weeks, he has had 169, 105, and 145 so bad. in passing yards. Um, the game against L.A., their defense was playing also, so well yeah. that he threw 169 yards and five touchdowns. Isn't that ridiculous? Well, okay, so that doesn't – that was a great game. But uh, he had – in the week before, it was 105 and a touchdown, a 101 and a touchdown. Um, he also fumbled, in that, fumbled it in that game, which kind of – so he has played against San Francisco, though, L.A. Yeah. Although he torched L.A., but San Francisco, right. Buffalo this week in Buffalo in a rainy game. Um, he played New England a few weeks back, right. although he did pretty good in that he game. He has the Jets, against, the Jets this week, so he should he have should, a good week. Yeah, but he anyway, should um, He's a notable mention. Let's talk about some busts at the bottom of this. Brady, big Brady. Big baller Brady. Uh-huh. Yeah, Brady choked. Um, you had Fitzpatrick if you if you thought that against the Jets. Kirk Cousins thirteen point six against the Lions. Yeah, you probably started him. I did. Is Dak a bust at eighteen? No, it no. looks he like had, a bust. He had seventeen point five. Looks like a bust. Um, he he did rank sixteen. If it looks like a bust and it smells like a bust, would you say seventeen and a half is a bust? It's like the lowest of busts. I don't know if you watch the game. <laughs> You were like, "Holy mackerel, this is a bus game!" And then, oh yeah, no, he's. But you say that every game. If you, you said that Thanksgiving put, and he scored twenty three. If you put your phone down and just leave it somewhere else when you watch a Cowboys game, and then you get to the end of the Cows, Cowboys game and you pick up your phone, you're gonna be gleefully surprised. Yeah. If you own Dak Prescott, that he had an eighteen point game after watching him and going, "How the hell does this offense score points?" It doesn't. Make it, a doesn't lot of sense. it doesn't. And they're playing the Rams this week, but they'll probably still get. Yeah, five hundred yards the of only, offense. The only other bust and score eighteen points. The only other less bu- than eighteen points. The only other bust here is uh, Russell Wilson against Los Angeles. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers, um, I think, is the biggest bust. Oh, of the Rodgers. Week. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because he had a good matchup against Washington, and that was supposed to be the last good matchup. Of the year. <laughs> Drop him now. Here yeah. we go. I really get rid of him. Uh, I think that's it. Yeah, that's. that's um, it. Let's move on to running backs. Um, Austin Eckler, twenty-nine point game. He that was eight. all on not all on one play, but he had of was course really? yeah my uh, my thing just cut. He had an eighty yard touchdown on a screen 
and was not touched. What about the rushing yards? 101. So that was good. Yeah. Um, so 29 fantasy points. Austin Eckler, he has been he's been this season a top. This isn't this is insane. He's a, he's he's, a league winner, actually. <laughs> he well, I mean, uh, well, early in the season was early in the season. I mean, considering where you drafted him. Even even after oh yeah 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 no he's been fantastic I would I would yeah I would agree I'm trying to queue up the season totals and my Do-do-do-do. my computer's freezing all right here we go so he is currently oh my god did your computer freeze yeah dude this freaking blows oh I had projections I was like why is this okay so he had he right now is a top five running back in all of fantasy football. Yeah. Which is That's, ridiculous. Aaron Jones is number four. And even so, like, yeah, what is going since on? Melvin Gordon has what come is back, this? Since Melvin Gordon has come back, fantasy football is drunk right now. He's had 22, 9, Go 11, 11, 17, 14, 29. He's still been. Ugh. I was wrong. He, I thought he wouldn't be the same player, but because he's only <laughs> he's only getting like five carries a game. Yeah. But he actually gets about six to seven catches a game. Yep. Right. And in week five against Denver, Melvin Gordon wasn't back yet at this time. But you know how many receptions he had? How many? Fifteen. Frick, you as a running record, back, you know the record is like eighteen. Yeah, he almost got it. That's ridiculous. Um, he had twenty nine this week. Uh, I don't have a problem starting him rest of the season. Uh, you got Aaron Jones. I think, yeah, at this point, Aaron Jones had twenty eight fantasy points. Yep. Um, Joe Mixon with twenty six. Joe Mixon makes his triumphant return. You have Raheem Mostert, who who in the last couple weeks, last three weeks, he's the RB three. Wow. 13, 22, 23. He's been very good. Coleman has been non They've kind of just thrown Coleman away almost, and they've just been running it with, with most dirts. Yeah, so, I, I mean, he doesn't get a lot of receiving, you know. I mean, he had two receptions for 40 yards. Did you yards start him this week against the Falcons? Oh, that's so hard. That is so hard. He's available in most leagues. I wouldn't hate it. You know what? NFL.com, he's only owned in 16% of leagues. Ugh. Man, this is crazy. I don't know if I would want to start. I mean, yes, if you need him, but otherwise, like on any given week, you could get Breida is might he come this back. This year's Chris Carson, um, or he Aaron might Jones. Be, he might be, but I, I like you might get you might get Breida came back. Breida played. Oh, in the last game, yeah. You might get Breida or Tevin Coleman. It doesn't matter. Like every single week, it seems like it's a different guy. Right I now, know, that's it's most. It's, it's going to be one, but we just don't know who. We it's don't gonna know be. who it's going to be. So, uh, Mostert with a good game, twenty-three fantasy points. Derrick Henry keeps it rolling with twenty-three, um, twenty-two. Don't act like you didn't have the same takes as the mid- in the middle before of the before the season started. You- Stop it! Before I what did I say? I don't want Before week one, what did I say? What did I say? And then you laughed in my face. You can't have a take change. I had a take back. I had a take back. He took every. It was before the season started. It counts. Every soundbite. He just took it all away. Okay, yeah. In July, we also. We we a lot of things change from July to you August. Know what? I didn't get a lot of it things does. wrong in the off season, but this is one that you've like really hit home. You're like, you got this wrong. You're holding me accountable, and I don't like it. I hate Derek Henry. I still do. That's only the only reason why. He's, he's gonna be a bust next year. I promise. You. I'm oh like. <laughs> every week, every year. Uh, he had two touchdowns again, 103 yards. My God, this like if he doesn't have the touchdowns, he's completely worthless. Oh my goodness gracious! But he gets the touchdowns. He gets 20 plus touches every week. I th- yeah, good for him. He's good. I. He's good. I'll say it. He's good. <laughs> <laughs> he ripped it on me. <laughs> Okay. No, I got That's all I wanted. Can we just take a pause so I can brush my teeth? <laughs> I need some mouthwash, buddy. Yeah. Uh, Zeke has twenty-two. Um, every week, Zeke is always there. Todd Gurley nineteen. McCaffrey nineteen. Is it a bust? McCaffrey didn't score a touchdown. I, it's not a bust for McCaffrey. It's, <laughs> I was saying. <laughs> stop. No, nineteen. is a piece. Um, he didn't score a touchdown in that game. In fact, he was held up a couple of times on the goal line from scoring, which is interesting. Um, what is his rest of the season? He has a good matchup this week. He has Seattle, McCaffrey, and then Indianapolis. Yeah. So I mean, those are mediocre matchups for him. Which for that's fine. Yeah, and then you have DeAndre Washington with eighteen, uh, Freeman with seventeen, and you have Melvin Gordon with sixteen, and uh, it kind of drops off from there. Um, Singletary, <laughs> I did not think would have a good week, but at fourteen, Baltimore, he's still, still seventeen. Dude, he Devin Singletary. Can I just say something real quick? You want to hear his yards per carry since week eight? Yeah. So since he's kind of 
gotten a chance to start. Yep. 6.3, That's ridiculous. That's like one of the best in the league. He's going to be a monster next year, and I can't wait to draft him. Unless he goes in the second round. <laughs> yeah. You take him first overall. Is he like he could be Dalvin Cook of next year? Yeah. Could be. If if the if the freaking Bills are good. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's the big, the big if. if. Um Kareem Hunt once again getting thirteen fantasy. Dude, I'm points. telling you, he's a, he's a great weeks. flex. 10, 8, 11, 15, 13. He's been my guy, get him on a team that needs a running back now. Yeah. He would be a top three running back easy. He's there's so no, efficient. Why, there's like no point of him being on the Browns. I'm They're not gonna t- lie. I'm not gonna lie. If he gets his own like if he gets the full workload, right? Uh-huh. He's better than he's better than Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara? Yeah, dude. He's I I don't know. He's he's He so might good. be actually. He's so good. I don't know. Kamara Kamara's had a bad year, but he was yeah. he's been great the last like 2 years. What are the chances? <laughs> Kansas City brings him back. And I'm pissed too. It stinks for Chubb. What no, you hear me? Yeah, the Kansas City brings I don't think that's going to happen. Would that be ridiculous? Um, but like, Dude, he would be now, number one on my draft so, board. But because I'd rip it's, my pants off. So Hunt is a beast. You have to play him. Yeah. Right. I don't take that away. But now Chubb, like this week, he had 15 carries. No, he's he had seven points. Chubb had 15 carries for 106 yards. But fantasy wise, only had 12 points because he had 15 carries for 106 yards <laughs> and one catch. Yeah. No, it's it does hurt Nick Chubb a little bit. Like if Chubb doesn't um, get a touchdown, he's only going to get. He still 10 gets a, a freaking ridiculous amount of touches. But they all, Chubb only had 16, 16 touches, and I think Hunt had ten. Right. Hunt had eleven touches to Chubb sixteen. That's that's pretty much a split. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Um, Lindsay, Lindsay had <laughs> thirteen, twelve fantasy there you go, points. Lindsay. Finally having a decent week. He has since you take away the 27 and the 22 point game in the first five weeks of the season. He had 8, 8, 6, 14, 3, uh, 14, 3 10, 15, 8, 7, 7, 12. He's yeah. just been generic. He's a flex. He's a flex. He's not worth that off third round, fourth round pick you used on him, you morons. If you if you picked Philip in the third round, yeah. that's yeah, that's a problem. I'm problem, sorry for calling yeah. you a moron though. Uh David Johnson had five total touches. And twelve total fantasy points. There you go, exceeding the minimum. I don't. I that that I was so happy to see him score a touchdown, but then I was like, dude, does this mean he's gonna play more? Let's get it. Anyway, uh, let's talk about some busts for the week. Um, do you have any busts that you want to hit um, on right away? Mark Ingram had under ten. That's not really too much of a bust. Montgomery with six. That's kind of a bust. Fournette had seven. Fournette had seven. That's a bust. Yep. Having Kamara with four. That's Ugh. a major bust. Ugh. Uh, Ugh. Sony Michelle is. Are we at the point with Sony Michelle to just like drop? Is is he even owned? <laughs> I'm serious. I'm, this is a serious question. Is I mean, he, he should be owned at the bottom of your bench. Okay. My God, that's I, so gross. I just looked at his numbers. I would consider dropping him. Yeah, it's not a bad option. But as you say that this week, a random week against Cincinnati, the New England Patriots are going to use Sony Michelle and get three touchdowns. It's just, I feel like that's going to happen at some point this year. It's inevitable. It happened against the Jets in week seven. Look, he had 19 carries for 42 <laughs> yards. He had 2.2 <laughs> yards to carry, but he had three touchdowns. That's so ridiculous. Like, I feel like that might happen this week against the Bengals. So maybe don't drop him, but he's like, talk about a trash can. Yeah, dude. Should the Patriots be on that list of teams that might need Cream Hunt? Um, Hex to the end. I didn't even think about that. I'd start sweating a little bit. <laughs> um, let's move on to wide receivers. Emmanuel Sanders led the week 7-157 and a touchdown, 31 fantasy points. You had A.J. Brown with 31. We talked about him on the last episode. Um, let's, let's, I, I want to go back to Emmanuel Sanders for a second because I, I got a little excited moving on to the next guy. Yeah. Um, in the past couple weeks, after he after he got when he got traded to San Fran, he had ten and twenty, and then after that, it was three, four, two, six, in four straight games. He had thirty one this week. So didn't he? Against get, he got Atlanta. hurt though in two. Didn't he leave the game in two of those four games? Maybe I don't know. But I'm pretty it's still sure he garbage. did. Well, if you leave the game in the second quarter and end up with four points, it's not really. I'm really like he's pacing over. Oh, 
lot of fantasy points in that game. Still. Um, against Atlanta, do you want to start them? With all the injuries to receivers, you might want to. You okay. might want to consider it. Um, Deontay Johnson had 25. This kid is actually looking really good. Yeah. Um, he was a good pickup for the uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. But it's few and far between. Um, he's probably, if he didn't get picked up on your waiver wire, he's an okay option. But against Buffalo, he's just, ugh. Yeah, that's how I matchup. feel. Uh, Michael Thomas, 24 points against uh, against San Francisco. Once again, a monster. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins had 22. Hopkins is getting back. He's getting back to what Hopkins knows how to do. Does he play better without Will Fuller? I think he does. Because Will Fuller did not play last this week against Denver. But you like look at the numbers from last year. He had like consistently 20-point games. Since week five, he's had 12, 12, 21, 16, 15, 11, 24, 14, and 22. He's been good. He's been very good. He just hasn't. He's a top four like, wide receiver. He hasn't been year. like fifth overall pick. Good. I don't think he was a fifth overall though. Yeah, oh he yeah, like, he was. He was like number in our nine. league. He was number five. Was he really? Yeah. I don't think so. I think he was like seven or eight. No, some leagues were even taking him four. I mean, when, he's still a top. Zeke, to me, he's still a top three wide receiver right now in the game. I'm trying to think of because he's yeah. number four. He's number four right now, Who's, so he's not that far off. He he's probably so Thomas is one. Mm-hmm. Who's number two? I would say DeAndre Hopkins. Because the guys ahead of him in fantasy football right now, if you're just talking about this season, mm-hmm. are Godwin and, um, yeah, and somebody no, else. Yeah, Hopkins is probably number two. So Hopkins right now is number two ahead of Julio, if we were to do our yeah. oh, early, yeah. early draft. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we have Robert Woods, 22 fantasy points. Last two weeks, he's had 20 or more fantasy points. He's getting a lot of targets. Um, he had a fantastic week. Robbie Anderson, 21. There it is. <laughs> the boomer bus. Woo! Finally, I told you. 16, 13, 21 yeah, the last he, three he's weeks. He's balling the last three weeks. Uh, what is what is your uh, your your guy doing? Oh, he's been blowing. They never have good games together, though. No, they don't. Because those three weeks, that, the last three weeks, Crowder's not been good. But those three weeks that... Uh, it's actually funny. So, Anderson, the last three weeks, he has what? What does he have last three weeks? 16, 13, 21. Crowder has 2, 1, 4. What were the three weeks before that? Four one seven. Crowder had eighteen, sixteen, sixteen. <laughs> so stupid. It's only one of the. It looks like we're a draw on this argument. Yeah, we're both the both guys are kind of garbage. Um, so there's this guy uh, for for uh, going down this list. Obviously, a Julian Edelman twenty, Allen Robinson nineteen, Marcus Johnson, wide receiver of Indianapolis eighteen, Zach Pascal had seventeen, uh, and then you had Amari Cooper with seventeen, Calvin Ridley with sixteen, and then this guy. Olamide Zacchaeus. <laughs> huh? Wide receiver from the Atlanta Falcons. First game he's played this season. Um, goodness me. So the reason he wasn't on our uh, waiver wire yeah. list from the last show was because he had one. He might have had 15 points, but it was on one catch for 93 yards and a touchdown. It's so stupid. Yeah. It was on a Don't expect catch. a breakout. Um, so let's talk about some busts, and then we'll move on to tight ends and get to our uh, our matchup breakdowns and conclude the show. All right. Um, so Devonte Adams six points, such a what about chip Julio job. this nine points again. Yeah, Julio's a bust. Cortland Sutton had five. That's a bust. Marvin Tyler Jones Lockett. had five. Tyler Lock. Tyler Lockett, man, what happened? First half. Tyler the- Lockett is showing his true colors. First half. That's what's this- happening. First nine. Finally. Dude, up to Only week took nine. A and a half. Up to week nine. And I well, love Tyler Lockett. I think Tyler Lockett is a very good receiver. It's just he's, no, he's not. He's not getting. He doesn't get targeted. That's what it's all. Yeah. We've, we've been waiting for the moment where Tyler Lockett stopped. Pres- he should produ- get targeted. Like he stop- is a good player. Yeah. Um. But up to week nine, he was. I think the wide receiver two. Your guy Corwin Sutton got five. By the way, I already said that. Oh, flip. Sorry. Um. But since then, he's had six four zero six. Last Yuck. four weeks. Yuckadoo. And the zero he played. What about uh, Devontae Adams with that six? Uh, yeah, I was saying that that was a massive choke job. So Aaron Jones had a good week, but that was only because he had a goal line touchdown, which is what he does. Who? Aaron Jones. Okay. But the Packers in general. Like Aaron I was Rodgers, like, what does that got to do with the – Well, because I, I was going to say because the Packers against the Redskins almost lost at home. The Redskins. They were <laughs> they're, – they're such a fake team. Like people love the Packers this year, and I get it because they're the Packers, Aaron Rodgers, all this stuff, and they're nine and three. But I feel like anytime they play a really good team, other than the Cowboys, where they and even then, can you even say the Cowboys are a good team? 
Maybe they have a lack of focus against the hard teams. I mean, the easy teams. Yeah, and that's going to work well in the playoffs. I meant easy teams. Oh, okay. All right. But no, even like, I don't know. They've had a, I feel like they've had a pretty easy schedule too. Right. Ugh. I'm not a huge. Their offense blew. Like everybody blew. Adams looked okay. But Aaron Jones targets, is 28 but, fantasy points. Yeah, but he had goal, like goal line touchdown. And yeah, no, that's how he does. Yeah, that's how he does. Um, you had four points from Odell. Yeah, that's so that's the second game in a row with four points. He's he's consistently becoming a bust candidate on a weekly basis. Um, and then I mean, Devontae Parker left the game with an injury. Not his I guess fault, that's but a, that is a bust. That's a bust. Um, if you had anything to do with John Ross or Auden Tate, which I wouldn't suggest ever, right now. Nikhil Harry had ten points. You saw the touchdown, right? Uh, uh, the touchdown that got called back or, or didn't get. Oh, called what do you all. mean? Yeah, it wasn't a touchdown. Did you not hear that? What? No, he scored. That was a touchdown. You you saw the play, right? That was a touchdown. Oh yeah, yeah, that was. A touchdown. Oh okay, all right. Yeah, I I didn't see anything. <clears throat> I didn't hear anything. About yeah, it. I it's just not like he stepped play. out of bounds. Everyone keeps tweeting about it. I just saw the. I just saw yeah, the play. I saw the play. Just, he scored. Just assumed he scored. Yeah. <laughs> he had one point. Uh yeah, that's not. There's no one else that really was a bust this week. Uh, a lot of really no. good performances for a lot of people this week. Um, except but, my. You know, Devontae Adams. There was like some, I know. There was some, <laughs> <laughs> there was some bust this week, but a, a majority of people really performed. Kenny Galladay would have been a bust too with the Lions, but he, he had 14. got a. I said would have. He got a touchdown with two minutes it left like in the you game. You were watching the Lions game. I was because I had Marvin Jones, Kirk Cousins, and Dalvin Cook. <laughs> so I watched the whole game, and Kenny Galladay wow. had actually less than Marvin Jones, but he in the final drive he had three catches for like forty yards and touchdown. Yeah. Um, let's move on to tight ends. Jared Cook had 19 fantasy points. Two catches, two touchdowns. And look at this guy uh, by the name Noah of Noah Font. Font. He had 19 points. Now, Dude. obviously, the weeks before that, 7-2-1. He had 19. Uh, Him and the Hawks are going to be beasts next year. Yeah, when they're actually consistent enough to, to do good things. I, I, well, we have to see. I mean, for, for Denver, I could fully believe that, that Noah yeah. Font could be a beast. Especially if Drew Locke is Drew Locke. Detroit makes me nervous. I was thinking about earlier today with TJ Hawkinson. He make, they make me nervous, and here's why. Because can you – okay, you have Marvin Jones and you have Kenny Galladay. So those, guys, those two guys are targeted ahead of TJ Hawkinson, right? Yeah. You could say that. You can't even predict which one of those guys is going to have a good game. <laughs> then true. you factor in Carrion Johnson's passing yeah, game. Yeah, that is true. So I would even say Carrion's ahead of TJ Hawkinson. Well, here's one thing you might miss, though. Who's number one? I think Hawkinson has a chance to be the number one target in the red zone next year. Well, Kenny Galladay is probably number one, but he, yeah. Hawk will be a close second. Like, Hawk's going to get targeted in the red zone next year. I mean, that's a, that's a va- very valid point, and we get a whole offseason to discuss yeah. it. But I just don't – I don't know. This could be – this is scary. If, if he's the fourth target on the team, it just makes me a little bit nervous. Yeah. And he's dropped so many passes this year in the red zone. It's unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> like, it doesn't lend for you to – great believe. week one. Yeah, no, seriously. Uh, but Font is going to be – I think he's going to be really good next year because yeah. just because there's lack of a better option. You have Cortland Sutton there. You know what I mean? Unless they add a big wide receiver, there's no one. Really, like I'm not really running to the the Denver Broncos to get a you know wide yeah. receiver. But anyway, uh, George Kittle 15. That Love guy's a monster. George did Kittle. you see? Did you were you watching that San Francisco 49ers yeah, so I game? The whole game yeah. Dude, he literally. He's a freaking monster. He like I told you, I've been telling you this all year. Two bro. guys on his back for a first I know, down. I, I honestly I like, think dude, he's the best tight end in football. I I like so Kelsey's got like this really, and I talked about how I think he's a tool bag, but he's got this fake facade about him. Like he he really truly believes that he's like he's a bad man. He's a bad man, and he's the great. But then it's like you see George Kittle and the like the true like. Like when when he really has a great play, he shows it to you. Carries yeah. two guys on his back, gets the first down when you need it, and then he freaks out like in true yeah. George Kittle frat fashion. Like you know, freaking ugh, Travis Kelsey will break one tackle, and it'll be like an arm tackle, and it'll be like let's go, let's go, and it'll be like a two yard play. I think you just hate Kelsey. <laughs> I just hate Kelsey. You're right. <laughs> He's uh, everybody on the Chiefs. I I highly dislike. But anyway. I love George I love Kittle. He's so. Uh, you know what? I, I think I think the Patriots are going to lose in the first round, and <laughs> I'm rooting for the San Francisco 49ers. I would be year. too. Yeah, I'm full on rooting for the 49ers. I love George Kittle. He's he's so cool. I like in fantasy, he's a roller coaster to ride, but in real life, I yeah, really he's like. been pretty good though since yeah since he, back yeah 
Um, Higby had 15. Uh, Hayden Hurst stole hearts away when Mark Ingram went down and had 14. <laughs> Caught a touchdown. Kelsey stayed with it. He's had his fourth straight 1,000-yard season. <sighs> wow. Um, he gets targeted so much in that offense. It's crazy. It's still not worth a second-round pick in fantasy, yeah, though. No, not at all. Uh, He's been good, though. You had Ian Thomas. Uh, Breit had 11. Um, Breit has had some interesting games this year. Yeah, you had oh, you, This lends to your argument about O.J. Howard. Nine points. Yeah, I don't I don't understand. <laughs> Maybe with the uh and this is so stupid. This is what I'm talking about. Foster Moreau caught a touchdown again. Do you know how infuriating that is? Darren Waller's over here working his butt off with six catches and seventy three yards on eight targets, and you can't even get him a touchdown. Guess not. Oh, it's so frustrating. Maybe Foster <laughs> Moreau being out will give Darren Waller opportunities. Waller, Waller's numbers have been gross to me. Dude, look at everyone else's numbers around him and, like, tell me that they're not. I'm just saying, for for a number two tight end fantasy. That's just tight ends, though. Like, look at at Kittle's numbers from last year. It's literally mirroring that. He had, like, a bunch of five-point games where everyone didn't talk about him, but then it was the eight and the 20-point weeks that, that held him true. Anyway, let's talk about some busts. I don't think there were a whole ton of them this week. Uh. A lot of people started Hollister. A lot of people Jacob started Hollister. We had five. Points. A lot of people started Hooper. Yeah, that wasn't the best idea. Only had four. Jack Doyle, I thought was going to have a monster week against him, but had three. Yeah, uh, I think that's it. Mark Andrews had one. Oh, that's because he got hurt, though. Oh, yeah. And then our man, Chris Herndon, had one. Chris Herndon, a.k.a. <laughs> Same person. Yeah. Um, And uh, that'll do it for our uh, – unless you want to talk about kickers, dude. No, I think we're done. You're, I think we're done. <laughs> kicker, <laughs> kicker booms and busts. <laughs> oh, in other news, uh, the Cowboys finally cut Brett Maher. Maher, Maher, Maher wow, Maher. look at that. You know what the Pats should do? They should freaking frick it and just cut Nick Folk and get Brett Maher. No, they should cut Nick Folk uh, and just have Tom Brady be the kicker. Oh, my God. Yeah, let Brady kick the balls. <laughs> go Pats. <laughs> go, go Pats. Uh, all right, let's let's talk about some matchup breakdowns. Just put Goodell's face on the ball, and he'll <laughs> kick his sixty yards. Right oh. through the uprights, baby. <laughs> Ring number seven. Patriots. Every Pats fan. I'm, I'm telling you right now. Like we we like the Patriots. They're, oh yeah, they're they're, they're, our, they're, our, they're our, team. our favorite team. Uh, we have to say, in, on behalf of our of our of our fan base, uh-huh. we are some of the most incessantly annoying individuals. One hundred percent on the face of the earth. It honestly so annoying. I hate being. Us. Oh, but I love every second of it, though. That's oh, I, I I love the Patriots. I just hate the. <laughs> I you know what? I think the honest truth Let's is, go Pats. People hate us because we win too much. That happens to everyone. People yep. hate Golden State because they win too much, right? I hate, but it's it's the fan bases. Yeah, fan bases don't know how to. Like, like they never act like they've been there before, ever, ever. (laughs) We've been there like every year. (laughs) Somebody wins a championship in our city, and we just act like we never won it before. Yeah, let's get it. All right, let's talk about (laughs) (laughs) the Red Sox have won another title, and we're going to the parade tomorrow. (laughs) Let's get it. Sox all the way, baby. Like, (laughs) it's ridiculous. Uh, Let's talk about the Jets at. The Ravens Thursday night football game, forty-five point over under. We have uh, Sam Darnold and Lamar Jackson. Now Darnold against Baltimore. This is it. Darnold's Darnold's streamability ended last week. Um, I, yeah. How many points do you have? I forgot. Nineteen. Okay, I so it's okay. You can't start Darnold anymore, unfortunately, no. for uh, the sake of argument. Now um, on the other side, you obviously have Lamar Jackson, who is an obvious start. I don't know if I want to start him, bro. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Dude, the Jets are kind of a good matchup, bro. You seen yeah. them play this against is where, the Dolphins this, is this past where, week? I, honest to God, this is where Lamar Jackson wins people championships these next two games. Yeah. Just watch. Or or they beat the Jets so bad that Lamar Jackson gets benched in the third quarter because it's like 48 to nothing. And he only, and he has only like gets 10 like, points. Yeah. <laughs> like all of them are rushing touchdowns for Mark Ingram. Yeah, or like two defensive touchdowns because yeah. Darnold fumbles and so does yeah. uh, Powell. What did it? What it doesn't play. Uh, never mind. I was gonna say, what is it with Jets quarterbacks completely vomiting all over themselves, especially in night games? <sighs> it's the Jets, man. I don't know. Um, so anyway, we got um, if if Le'Veon Bell he had a sickness um, this week that held him out of the game. Yeah. 
So I don't know if he'll be ready for Thursday. I don't know if he's still. Sick. I would assume so if it was just I w- from an illness. Yeah, I'm assuming that he'll be back. If he's not, do you like Bilal Powell or Ty Montgomery? No. Bilal Powell had nine points this week in replace of. There was like a massive argument on Twitter between everyone whether you should start below power whether you should not start below power he had 10 points roughly yeah and uh he didn't have a bad week so it was it was basically what Le'Veon bell would have done neither side was really right or wrong <laughs> that, to me <be> <laughs> i was like literally watching the games and i was like are you serious right now no one's right this yeah. is great so anyway bell would have got 15 yeah. bro instead of nine <laughs> <laughs> don't make me throw up uh if bell does play you got to start him um, yeah. Against Baltimore, it's not a good matchup. But yeah, I guess. I guess. What about Mark Ingram? I guess. Yeah, Mark Ingram's a must start. I'm just gonna shove the Le'Veon Bell start down your throat. You have no choice. Okay. But I'll ask you about Mark Ingram. Yes, obvious. Yes. Why do you have concerns about Le'Veon Bell? Because he's playing Baltimore on a Thursday night game. <laughs> in is it in Baltimore? Yes, uh, it is. It's in Baltimore. Probably. Yeah. I'm just saying, bro. <laughs> yeah. I not. I don't like that. Yeah, that's you. I, you do have to start him because he's on your team. As probably as your RB one yeah, or RB two, drafted him in the second round. You gotta, yeah, you gotta or first round. In our league, he was seventh overall. I refuse overall. to believe that he was a first round pick. He was seventh overall. Um, what about Marquise Brown? I I don't think this is against the uh, Jets. Against the Jets, he's okay. Um, if you have him on your yeah. bench and you lost one of your big wide receivers, then that, you're fine. I guess you're fine I'm not, starting him, but he's just not, not. I'm not. He's not going to. He's going to be a really good player for years to come. Yeah, uh, but Hollywood and lights. Yeah, but for now, nothing. Uh, and then obviously, I would say start Mark Andrews if he's if he plays. If he plays, start yep. Mark Andrews. Um, on the other side, you have uh, you have Robbie Anderson, Jamison Crowder. Now we, we've seen this. Good. We've seen this trend. <laughs> three weeks for Jamison Crowder. Three weeks for Robbie Anderson. Does it go back to Jamison Crowder now that it's been three weeks? Maybe it go. Maybe they both have good games, or maybe, maybe they both suck. You sit both of them. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what I would do. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> All right. And then uh, Chris Herndon is out, and so is Ryan Griffin. So who who's left? The know. ghost of Herndon? Yeah, the ghost of Herndon. <laughs> it's The ghost of Herndon catches one pass. The Jets' third string tight end <laughs> is a combination between Ryan Griffin and Chris Herndon. It's true. It's so he's going to do twice the production. Uh, let's talk about the Patriots at the Bengals, the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, on the Bengals side, you have Dalton. Uh, obviously, no start. Joe Mixon. This is the question. I'm just going to get past all of these. Sit, sit Boyd. Argument. No. Sit Tate. Sit Ross. All those guys. Sit them all. Sit Eifert. I, we've not talked about Eifert on this podcast all year. Uh, I'm very no, happy we, that we haven't. Ever. Yeah, never, ever, ever will. Uh, but the question is, Joe Mixon to get through this one really fast. Do you want to start Joe Mixon this week? I really don't, but I probably will. Okay. What about you? Um, I. If you have another option, that's better. Yes, agreed. But you probably don't. If you do, and you're privileged enough to have another option that's better for this week, then yeah. Because right now uh, on the season, Joe Mixon's the RB16, ranked in ECR uh, so by Fantasy Pro. Right? So he's a he's a mid RB2. He's been playing like an RB1 low end last few weeks, um, yeah. last few weeks. So I I I feel like Joe Mixon would. He's not a good play against New England. It's as simple as that. Um, I started Zeke. There's probably five running backs in the NFL, all of the NFL, that I would start, maybe six, that I would start in fantasy football against New England. Yeah. I really don't think that, like, if you're outside the top ten, you probably <laughs> should find a better option. Agreed, yeah. Um, like, which, okay, this is a gross one. We talked about DeAndre Washington yesterday. He has a good matchup this week. Do you play him over Joe Mixon? Who is Washington playing again? Forgot. I want to say it's. Let me let me just pull it up. Yeah, pull it up. Pull it up. Pull it up. Bang. See, this is one that could come back to bite you though, because this is like. Oh yeah, yeah, most definitely. It's the it's the, but my big thing is it's the um, it's the playoffs. I think if this you want it. if you want a boom, if you need if you need a good game, you start Washington. Yep. He had uh if you just need like like I think I don't think Mixon's gonna do good, but I he's gonna get involved in the passing game, and he's gonna get enough yards where he gets like eight to ten he points. He had ninety six ninety six all purpose yards and a touchdown, and uh, six six catches. Who is he playing this week? 
I don't know why question. I just read this. Pulling <laughs> 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 up his numbers. Jacksonville. He's playing Jacksonville, which is uh, number yeah. 16 against the Rush. I'd pr- I might start watching something like Jim Mixon. Yeah, it's, I, gross, it's so gross, but. It's close, but again, it's it. Yeah, if you need a a high floor, I think you yeah. might want to start mixing. But ceiling, you go Washington. Yeah, uh, and then on the other side, Brady sit. Yep. Um, uh Sony Michelle against Cincinnati. This is no. I sit him too. I would sit. I would, I, it feels like it's a random like Rex Burkhead yeah. or Sony Michelle game, but I'm still gonna sit him. Okay. Uh, what about James White? Uh James White, you probably start. Okay. Non-standard, but. Okay. Uh, and then you got Jules, who you got to start. Yep. And um and then there's that's no probably it, yeah. that's probably it. So let's move on to uh, Buccaneers at Lions. Uh, Tampa has Jameis Winston, Matthew Stafford on the other side. It's a forty-seven and a half point over under. So uh, do you? I mean, uh, well, Matt Stafford is he still hurt? Is he out for the season? It's I totally blanked on that. It's he, David Blaw. Yeah, they haven't they haven't really said anything about it. Okay, um, we don't know knowledge. who's going to start a quarterback, but uh, I would say if it's Matt Stafford, it changes everything. Yeah, I think. yeah. If it's Matt Stafford against Tampa, I would play him. But I'd it, play him. I'd play Marvin Jones, and I'd play Kenny Galladay. Yeah, I agree. If it's not if it's not Matt Stafford, then I don't play Marvin Jones. I would play Kenny Galladay. You probably play Kenny Galladay, but I still don't even feel good about it. Yeah, Marvin Jones, you got to sit though. Yeah. What about Bo Scarborough or J.D. McKissick? I think – do you go? Do you run with the boat? No. Yeah, I probably don't either. <laughs> <laughs> Not against Tampa. Tampa's a tough run defense. Um, Winston against Detroit, start. Yeah. Yeah, I would start him. start. Uh, Ronald Jones. He's the number five quarterback, which is nuts because he blows. Ronald Jones, kinda. Peyton Barber at this point, I don't they like They split carries they this split week. split carries this week, so it's not even worth it anymore to even think about it. Uh, and Bruce then, Arians is just toying with your feelings. Mike Evans is out. Yep. And Chris Godwin is in. So if Winston plays, Chris Godwin, great start this week. Um, I think Against they, the Lions everyone's too, talking about matter. them doubling Chris Godwin and all that garbage. Yeah. I that's highly, I wouldn't be concerned about that. I would not be concerned Maybe about that against, against Detroit. Houston, but Detroit definitely no. Yeah, so and I even would, Houston. I, I would expect Chris Godwin to have a big week, especially if if they're able to move the ball. The number one target in the red zone is going to be Godwin. Yeah. Oh yeah. One hundred percent. No, so it's OJ Howard. He might catch two touchdowns in this game. <laughs> so uh, if you you can expect maybe a a big week from Chris Godwin, um, I would hope against Detroit. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I think that's all there is for this matchup. Yeah, right. I think so. Um, and then uh, we have the Texans at the Titans, 49.5 point over under. We have Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tan My Hill. Yeah, Ryan Tan My Hill. We need to get him in this game. Start him. Start him. Start him. Start him. Uh, and then Derrick Henry, I would start. Yeah. Um, on the other side, I'm, I'm having trouble right now. Sean Watson, start. Obviously. <laughs> obviously. Obviously. Um, DeAndre Hopkins start obviously. Do you start? Well, you're skipping over Hyde and Johnson. You're just like frick these yeah, guys. Yeah. Well, do you start Hyde or Johnson? No. Okay. Will Fuller <laughs> just wanted to play. If the he game. plays, I just wanted to play the game. Uh, he if, hasn't played less. Like if Will Fuller play plays, less. yes. Okay. If he doesn't, no. Okay. I I agree. He says I agree. Obviously, don't play him if. if and then that's that's why if AJ Brown. <sighs> I guess. Did we say start Derrick Henry or did we yes, just we did. We did say start. Uh, well, I mean, you just got to say it for posterity. <laughs> I would start AJ Brown. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, if you if you have him, I mean, obviously it's kind of better guys. Yeah. Don't start him over Julian, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> should I should I start him? Should I start AJ? Brown? You know what drives me crazy? The uh, oh, Julio the, Jones. The pick three on Twitters. Twitters. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's the pick th- pick three. I mean, pick two of these three wide receivers. People oh, do that yeah. all the time. Yeah, yep. They send that question, and I'm like, and it's always three garbage. <laughs> <laughs> the face you just—it's like it's like that. I have DeAndre Hopkins, Devontae Adams, and Marvin Jones. Which kind of is hard? Okay, this is really tough. This is really hard. I need your help. Julio <laughs> Jones, Michael Thomas. <laughs> Or <laughs> Jamison Crowder. Well, I don't know. It's almost too easy. That's like a bait I question. I feel like those are always... Like and then they the get mad at you when one guy Those has are a bad definitely game. the bait questions. That's, the, that's, a trap, that's a trap question right there. 
Don't ask. Don't be asking those. Are we done with the Texans and the Yes. Titans? All right. Broncos at Chiefs, 45.5 point over under. This is actually going to be an intriguing game because Denver always gives Kansas City a run for their and money. And Drew Lock time, baby. No, don't start him. Uh, Patrick Mahomes start. Uh, we have LaShawn McCoy, Dion, Darren Dove. I'm not starting any. Yeah, no, no running backs for the Chiefs. Um, start Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Um, and then I would start Travis Kelsey, obviously. Yeah. On the other side. What we got here, boss? Um, Philip Lindsay, do you start him in a good matchup? Yeah, he had twelve points. Yeah, he's a good, he's a good, good start. Yeah, very but, good start. Um, oh, um, simultaneous. Um, I don't like that. That's gross. <laughs> don't do that again. Um, um, uh, 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 Cortland Sutton. Uh, is uh, he start? Uh, <laughs> I'll take that as a maybe. No, no. Would you start Font? I want to, yeah, no. yeah, fine, fine. You can start him against Kim. Sutton, yeah. We did this last bad, week. He had a bad week. We did but, this last week, buddy. Yeah. Sutton had a bad week, but. I'm, Everyone's like listening to this podcast going, we're getting nothing out of this. Corlin Sutton, if you have. It's like, the, should I start yes. Corlin Sutton or should I not? Yes. We just gave yes. him like a non answer. I say I'm going to yes. say, you're going to say yes. I'm going to say no. Um, st- but you'll start. I don't think he has a repertoire with Cortland Sutton yet. Drew Locke. Oh, that's but fair. it looks like that's he has question. it with that's with fair. Noah Font. I'm still starting him though, and I'm not starting Noah Font. Um, yeah. Unla- I, if you have Jared Cook and you desperately need a tight end, then sure. Okay, but I'm not going out of my way to start Noah Font. All right, and then the final game uh, is Dolphins at Giants. An absolute crap shoot. Um, that is a crap shoot game. We have Eli Manning. No, no. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yes. No. I'm no. Kidding. Yeah, just stay away from him. Patrick Laird, no. No. Uh, Saquon, yes. Yes. He's probably uh, the only yes in this game. Devontae Parker, if he plays, he, he fights through that concussion. If he somehow plays, then yeah. Yeah, I would play him. And then Gasicki, I would play too. Yeah, um, especially if Parker does On the play. other side, Sterling Shepard, Golden Tate, those two guys are good wide receivers. Against but the Dolphins, maybe? Against the Dolphins, maybe not. I don't know. I mean, I would start. I might start Shepard, but uh, yeah. I, I, outside of that, I probably wouldn't. And, and if then, Evan Ingram somehow makes his return, which at this rate it feels like he's just going to be out for the, they're just going to rest him out yeah, the year. I would. Do if he does thing. play though, uh, I think he's a start. Yep, I don't disagree. All right, we we did this episode in a shorter fashion than most. We finally got through the episode without that? saying the question, or, or not saying the question. That saying, what, what am I saying right now? Without saying. Without saying. To, we have to. We uh, went too long, yeah, because we have to hurry up. Or saying so, like, we can we just sit to, here and talk for eight minutes. Hurry this up. <laughs> we could, or that we could all go longer. Home yeah, that's true. Uh, that'll do it for this episode of the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Be sure to listen tomorrow as we break down more matchups, discuss our starts and sits for Week 15, and then send you guys off to go make your fantasy championships to try to get oh, in them. The Unless real. You're in the, yeah, game the real begins. The real game. That 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 week of planning, we might have four hour episodes, so that's yeah. a lie. I don't want to record for four hours. Yeah, probably so not. There's that. Um don't forget to check out our website, thefantasychampions.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Talk to you tomorrow, Fantasy Champs. Peace out. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs. <laughs>